0: Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 513, and this is part two of our two-part series of where I recorded a coaching call with a six-figure business, and we really talked about where they're stuck, where they should focus, and in this part, we're going to really get into the nitty-gritty as far as where they should go next, but also... We start talking and expanding outside of what they're currently doing, and you're going to hear Tim talk about one of the platforms that I'm talking about, that he was almost going to delete that account because he was like, we don't need to spend any time over there, and now after I kind of went through my strategy, he's like, I think I'm going to do what you're saying, so uh, anyway, you're going to learn all that stuff here today through this coaching call, and I never know where these are going to go. But what's really cool is at the end to kind of see all of the all of the hidden nuggets that we kind of discover together because by me asking questions and learning where they're they're at in their in their business or in the process we can start to uncover some of these things, and then we can just really put together an action plan for what they need to do, like right now. And you're going to you're going to hear, uh, you know, Allison talk about like the laundry list of things that they have that we're we're putting down on paper. But that doesn't mean you have to do them all. These are just the options, and these are also the things that we can add in the future. And we got to kind of look and see what is the best one to do right now. And you're going to hear me talk about the things that I feel they should do right now. All right. So before we jump in the uh, show. Show notes can be found for this episode at theamazingseller.com forward slash 513. I'll also link up 512 in that episode because if you have not listened to that episode, I would go back and start there and then I would listen to this one. It'll make more sense. And then the other thing that I'm going to link up in the show notes, or you can just go directly to this uh, resource, is our new training product discovery bootcamp. And that really does work hand in hand with what we're talking about here in this coaching call because once we figure out the market and then the sub market and we start building a product brand inside of this market it makes the job of finding products a whole lot easier so definitely check that out i'll link it up in the show notes but you can also go directly to theamazingseller.com forward slash bootcamp and you'll see exactly what we do here to create that foundation and really the focus on the market that we want to go into all right so i'm going to stop talking so you guys can enjoy the rest of this interview or the coaching call that i did with allison and tim so sit back relax enjoy and get ready for those light bulbs to start popping off in your head all right so enjoy But I mean, if so if I was to tell you that if you created the ultimate guide or the ultimate thing and you could add an extra hundred thousand dollars to your bottom line, would would that get you excited? <laughs> All right, we're smiling. We're smiling. Okay. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I I don't know if you're if you're understanding, like once you create that thing and especially you guys have the no like and trust ability. You guys have the energy, a lot of things that you guys have going for you other people have to work hard to do. Right? So for me, looking at you like if I'm if I'm like coaching you or consulting you, I'm saying like listen, those are your strengths. And in the in that in that, you know, set of strengths, you have the ability to go out there and create, you know, more value for your audience and they would be more than gladly Willing to pay. So for me, a hundred grand a year on a digital product to add to your business, not take away without it being a ton of work. Yes, you're going to take work to initially create that. It will take some time, right? I don't think it's going to take as much time as you think, but it will take some time. But once you do that, it's done. And now you're just going to be mentioning and mentioning that thing every now and then. If you have an email list, obviously you can say, "Hey, we know it's it's you know travel season, and this might be your first trip or maybe a new trip. We're going to have a special on our digital whatever. Get you know, and we're going to add a bonus in. You add a bonus in, and then you get more sales on that through that email. Um, so to me, it's something I would not discount. I'm just not saying you got to do it right now, but I'm sure. I'm saying. I would not discount that and I would have it in the back of my mind and I would start maybe outlining it. Even if you took just an hour and outlined, what would that thing look like? What does the, what does, what does the audience need? You know, do you hear how how I'm talking more about like what they need more than what I want to sell them?
1: Right. Yeah.
2: I like that. You were talking about the poll or, you know, asking, I mean, we get so many questions via Instagram, direct uh, message or whatever. I mean, even just compiling like a, putting all the frequently asked questions together and just seeing in what direction that content points.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you that's gold, right? I mean, that's, that's like physically out of people's mouths, like what they want um, and what they need or what they're stuck on or whatever. So to me, like, even if you don't do it now, I would definitely have that as like in the back of your mind and maybe just You know, maybe when you have some time work on a little bit of it and get that built out, even if it's just compiling all of those questions right now in a, in a, in a spreadsheet of some kind, um, and then start working from there. And then once you get that email list, like started and built and stuff, you can, you can get more, but then you can also have those people even help you do like, even like a beta release where you're only going to sell a hundred of them right now because you want to get feedback. And then you have a hundred people jump in or 50, whatever you want it to be. And you're going to give them 50% off what it's going to sell for. And then boom, you get people in, they help you go through it. They help tell what they like about it, what they don't like about it. Um, And then from there you do a public release. Um, So that's another thing that you can do once you have that email list. So you can hear me talking a lot about, and you hear me talk about it a lot, Tim, on the podcast is like build the email list. I know it's kind of like 1990s, right? Of like building and everyone's like, no, you got to build social, no you got to build an email list because we have so much that we can do with that even if it's just taking that list and uploading it to facebook and then doing retargeting you know it's it's huge um so that would be something that i would definitely um make one of my top priorities um and as far as the 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 physical side of things business keep doing what you're doing like you know what i mean like don't not do that like we want to keep that we want to actually add to that and these uh, you know, having this digital offer could also be something that you have on the backside of the physical product. Someone buys a physical okay. product. We know that they're into that. Now we lead them. Hey, do you, you need help with like your first trip? Or, Hey, if you, if you want, you know, like five tips on, on what you're going to need on your first road trip, go here, they go there and then they get your guide and then they are led to your ultimate guide. Right. So you have another way to take a physical product, turn it into a digital sale and vice versa.
1: We're looking at each other right now, like who's going to make that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: the the first thing would start with for me, for you guys is, is keep doing what you're doing, obviously, but really prioritize like right now, it, it's definitely building the email list because you are on rented right. land. If YouTube for some reason tomorrow said you violated something and they wipe out your YouTube channel, you're done overnight. So it's just I like <laughs> it's, it's just like Amazon. I know it's, it sucks to say that. I mean, I've heard it happen not often, but I've heard it, of it happening. Or even if the channel went down because it had a glitch and then you ended up getting it back a month from now, that'd be great, but you'd still be out a month. Um, sure. so we don't want that. Like we want to start building our own assets and the, our own assets are things that we control. And that could be content on a blog. So everything that you're posting on YouTube, are you posting that on your blog as well?
2: <laughs> Slow, slowly Slower. and surely. Yeah. Is All is right. that how you drive people to your email list from your podcast and your YouTube? Do you drive them then to your website where there is an email yeah. subscribe?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like if I like I never rarely ever drive people directly to YouTube from the podcast or wow. in an email. And here's why. When they go to YouTube, they're also seeing other people's videos. You're I'm going to I'm going to introduce them to Uh, an environment that they're going to be going down a rabbit hole, right? Mm -hmm. They're just going to keep consuming, 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 consuming. If they're on my page and I just embedded my video on my blog post, even if I just put a little bit of content around it, they're still on my platform. Right? Okay. Yeah. So I would always take that video. Even if you only put like a very short summary around it, I would put that on your blog. Number one, you get link juice coming from YouTube over to your blog, right? And then you can link out from your blog back to YouTube to get the cross link. Um, and then from there, you get people that when you do have an email list or if you get organic search, people will land on the page. They can consume the video right there and then they're not leaving your your home base.
2: OK, yeah. So on your site, I can listen to your podcast. I can watch your YouTube video and mm-hmm. I can't buy yep. your digital products. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Or you can sign up for one of our, our workshops, which, you know, that will give you free content and then it'll also make a, an offer to our paid class. Right. So I'm all about giving value before I ever ask for anything. Like it's Absolutely. been, it's been almost three, well, it's been over three years now, but that I'm just starting to slowly mention my training without you having to go through a workshop because I always want to make sure that you're getting value before you ever buy. I've got people that say, Scott, can I just hire you? Or can I buy something from you that, and I'm always like, why don't you go to the free workshop first? Like, let's see if that's enough for you. So I'm always like, you know, and I'm probably as a marketer, that's not really that good, but I'm always about like, (laughs) I want the goodwill there. Um, before I ever, um, ask for anything. Um, so yeah, but that, that's, that's pretty much the format. Like it's, it's really about like, giving value when you give that value, have a way for them to either opt in to an email list or do something to interact with the content, you know, of some kind. Um, so I would just make that part of the routine, you know? Um, and then not to mention like when you, when you have your video on YouTube, you know, if you embed that on your blog and then you write a little summary about it, or even have it transcribed and then put it up on, your blog, you're getting more ways for Google to index you. Right. Right. And it's already content that you've created. So why not try to, you know, take that content and spread it out over different platforms, you know? Okay. Um, But for you guys, it's, it's keep doing what you're doing. Um, Build that email list like ASAP, like get on that. Um, If you wanted to do a contest, you know, that would be a great way to kind of get that list started pretty quickly Um, I'm sure you can find groups and you probably already have them groups and Facebook fan pages, um, that you've already targeted and the type of people and the demographics and stuff. And then you just laser target that with Facebook ads to your offer. And, um, and really you're giving away, you know, depending on if it's your products or not, you're giving away a hundred to $200 worth of value. It's goodwill. And the cool thing about it is, um, depending on what platform you use, but our plugin that we created, it gives them the ability to share. So the minute that they, enter the name and email address. It, get, it brings them to a thank you page, which says, Hey, thanks. You've got one entry. Um, you know, and then it will give them other options that they can share. And we incentivize them to share by saying, if you get three more people to, uh, to basically enter, you'll get one extra entry. Oh, so yeah. now mm-hmm. you're getting free traffic back to your contest that you didn't pay for.
1: That's awesome. That's actually going to be the first thing we do after this Yeah. <laughs> on our laundry list of Scott's, uh, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to be able to travel. We're going to have to go to the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And find right. Internet service and just sit down for two. Sit in the
0: library. Yeah. yeah. Right. No travel, travel. You guys are you guys are doing it right. Just carve out the time to work on the most important things. You know. I mean, it's uh, you guys are. I, I mean, if you guys do even just half of what we talked about, you guys will be like so far ahead. And I have no doubt in my mind that you guys will be a hundred percent successful. Like at what you're doing. Um, I think you're in a great market. I think you guys are, you guys have a great look. Um, you're a couple, um, you're doing, you know what I mean? Like you have it all going for you. So take advantage of that opportunity um, and definitely think about that digital product in the, in the back of things, because I think that's a $100,000 a year thing alone, just with that. And I think we're, we're thinking small when I'm saying that, but I, I do, I really, truly do.
2: Well, I think, thanks for like driving us into that because it's just, it's shifting my mindset on how I used to think about digital products, just mm. being more blurry versus like that could almost be a business in and of
0: itself. Oh no, hundred percent. It could. Jeez. Yes. I'm I'm shaking you right now. I'm like, yes, yes, it can, it can. Uh, but see Scott was always, and still kind of am seen as like the Amazon guy. And, uh, I recently just, uh, talked on the podcast. It hasn't aired yet. It will, by the time this thing airs that, you know, That's what I did to get in the spotlight, but I've done a lot of things in the background. And part of that is building digital products businesses. So, um, I know the power in that. Um, and now I want to take the amazing seller and I want to hybrid that. I want to be able to take people like you, um, that, you know, have those things, but then we can kind of marry the two together and we can really build this, this amazing brand that serves both, you know, both things to the market. And you guys got it, so um, I'd be thinking about that. And again, you you could have two or three products in in the pipeline, but right now you got to just think about like what's that one thing that people would 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 need and want. And again, going through the survey type stuff that you guys already have or the questions, that'll kind of lay it out for you. It's kind of like already putting it together. You just got to kind of structure it. And uh, and when you're ready, I mean, just let me know if you want. We can we can uh, hop back on or whatever and we can kind of structure it and I can kind of look at it for you at least and give you a heads up as far as like what I would do. Um, And then when you do start building that email list, again, I I don't do this because I I don't do any coaching, paid coaching. I've been offered a lot of money to do it, but I don't. But um, I'd also be interested that if you had that email list built of doing some type of beta release, because we've done it pretty successfully with a few of our other products. um, And then that way there, we can jumpstart it and we can, uh, you can almost get paid before you create the full product in a sense. Um, and that way they, they vote with their wallet, not just saying that I'd love that. So it's another thing that we could do down, down the line, but one thing at a time.
2: No, that's, that's huge. It's a really nice offer. Thanks. Yeah. We uh a long way to go. Cause I think the two people on our email list are Tim's mom and an <laughs> old paper. <neighbor.
0: laughs> it's okay. That's where it starts. That's where it yeah. starts. Yeah. And are you guys, before we wrap up, are we, are, are you on Facebook at all? Do you have a Facebook presence at all?
2: It's mostly just a duplication of our YouTube videos.
0: Okay. So I would say again, another thing down on the line, down on the list doesn't have to be now. You definitely need a Facebook fan page if you're ever going to run ads, that's number one. So you need that page set up regardless. Um, and I think you repurposing the content is fine, Eventually, whether it's you or having someone else do it for you, is to take that video that's not just a link from YouTube, but it's actually a direct upload to Facebook. Um, YouTube obviously I'm sorry, Facebook doesn't necessarily um want to promote a, a link that's going outside of, of right. Facebook. So when you when you do that, you don't get as much reach. When you upload a video directly, you'll get more reach.
2: Yeah, you know, as I, I just um Heard someone say that. And so the last two videos I've uploaded natively, but again, it's still just the same video. Is it okay? That's okay.
0: It doesn't have to be anything different. I mean, yeah, obviously if you could, you know, not have a whole bunch of YouTube references. Um, but if it did, it did. You know what I mean? But um have you done any Facebook lives at all? No, not yet. Oh man, that's another great thing that you guys could do. You guys (laughs) would be great at it. Um, but yeah, I mean uh, I actually, I just did a episode where I was talking about that. Cause we just did one in the new brand. We, I've got a face to the brand on the, on the new brand. And, um, and basically it's real simple. I mean, even on your YouTube videos, it's the same format. It's kind of like, give them the hook. Like, what are you, they going to be talking about? What are you going to be learning about? What are you going to be sharing and then immediately a call to action of some kind like hey and do me a favor you know if you like this video or if you you know find this useful share it with someone that you know um, we we'd, we'd love you to you know kind of support the channel and then let's let's jump in and then you jump in and then you start sprinkling those calls to action so in the middle it might be a call to action to the product that you're using at that time or the thing that you're using um, or it might just be another reminder to share. And then on the, at the end of it, it would be another call to action, whether, whether that's a share, a like, uh, a comment, or if it's, you know, go check out our new thing. Um, so that's kind of like the, the format and the structure, the little formula yeah. that we use. And we just did that on Facebook and we, about four days ago, we posted a live and it's got 38,000 views, uh, 78 shares, 240 reactions and like. I don't know, like 90 comments. And that was wow, done without huge. any paid traffic at all.
2: That's huge. I think the giveaway can help us with that because, you know, since we are so small, <laughs> Facebook, mm. you know, starts when you build a page, it's like you're inviting all of your ex high school and college yeah. friends to yeah, like, yeah. like it. And so, you know, we have 350 just people that yep. follow our personal accounts. But if we actually had been new, people or viewers yep. or customers out there, then we wouldn't feel like we're just like selling to our friends or something awkward like that. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the other cool thing is that you can do too. And I always tell people, cause the misconception here is like exactly what you said. I've, I've got 350 people, but they're all our past friends and family, right? Like we don't want to just send to the, to those people. Um, but here's the deal. Even if you do a Facebook live and there's two people watching, I don't really care. Okay. Because what's going to happen is if that video turns out to be something that was good, right? Like, like you, you, you nailed it, right? You're like, yeah, I got the hook. I got like in the beginning we, we gave them a call to action. Uh, it was great content and you know, everything was awesome. You can start running Facebook ads to that now. Right? So now you can take something that no one knows exists and you can bring it to people's feeds by you targeting those people. And now it forced you to kind of make a video and it was alive. So that's another thing that you can do. Um, I mean, you know, I think right now and we've all we've done really is run, uh, I think, four contests in the new brand. I think we've got about 14,000 likes on the fan page and we might get, I don't know, 30 people that are watching live. But that same video that just went live has got 38,000 views now and 78 shares. And some of those shares are in some big groups and it's like it's building momentum. And then um, on your Facebook page, you also can add a products, uh, or a store. And now you can attach those to that video. So now when that video is traveling and getting shared, our product rides right along with it.
2: (laughs) Tim's laughing because he's shaking his head because he's been hating on Facebook for the past month. And now he's like, (laughs) dude, (laughs) don't, don't,
0: don't, (laughs) don't hate on them, man. Leverage them, man. I'm telling you that's, it's powerful. Yeah,
1: We were having a debate. I was all set to delete our Facebook Don't thing. delete it's it, man. We always want our, like, if we're going to put content out there, we always want it well-managed and everything. And sometimes, sure. uh, like YouTube and Instagram, we're super, I don't know, just respond to every comment, people who DM us, we get back to them right away. And then Facebook's always like this afterthought in yeah. a lot of spaces. And, uh, you know, you just don't want people hanging, sending messages and you get back to them a week later because you haven't logged in, stuff sense. like that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. get it.
0: I get it.
2: But that sounds so much, I mean, that's so much more shareable, like what just happened to your live video like, oh, yeah. that doesn't happen on YouTube. You know, mm-hmm. you're not able to to interact like that.
0: No. And again, like I said, look at all the other things. Like like if, I, if my call to action was go sign up for this thing, well, all I do now is drive traffic to that video and then it kind of does its thing. Right. And then the cool thing is, let's say that you took a hundred bucks and you go, I'm going to take a hundred bucks. I'm going to drive traffic to it for however long the hundred bucks lasts. Well, now I, I can see how well it performs. And I go, wow, people were really commenting. People were sharing it. People were this. Okay, cool. Let's keep running that. Or nah, it didn't work that good. Let's not do it. Let's do a different twist. Let's do a different hook. Let's do a different thing. Right. So you can play with it and test it until you mm-hmm. get one that works. Once one works, you just add more gas to it. Right. Add more money. Um and and that's how you that's kind of how you do it. You want those likes and shares to give the social proof element when it's first starting to go. That's why if you do have a Facebook fan page, the initial group and base of people is what's going to give you that. Then when you turn it over to a paid, you know, ad in a sense, piece of content, then it, the 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 social share stuff is already there. The comments are already there, right? So it's kind of like getting reviews on a product. It's like it's the same idea. Once you get that kind of built up, that people are interacting with it, they're liking it, they're sharing it, then we can we can send more traffic to it, and not have to worry about getting the engagement. So it's the same it's the same idea. But do it. Running a contest is going to help build your your likes to that page just organically. You don't even have to ask for them really. I mean, you can in a video if you want, but if you're just going to do like a little uh, image of the giveaway and not a video, um, which you could do both if you wanted, but if you just did a picture. Um, then you can, you're going to naturally get people that are going to like the page because they're going to investigate again. They're going to be like, Oh, who's this by? Oh, it's by these guys. Oh, they're all about RVN. I'm all about RV like, and then all of a sudden you're going to start to build that right alongside the ad that you're running for the contest. Uh, and then those Facebook lives will be able to get more, uh, eyeballs and engagement right out of the gate. And then, you know, you'll, you'll be just a little bit further ahead. But, uh, one, one thing at a time, but again, I'm just, I'm giving you everything, man. I'm, yeah, I'm throwing no, it well I, out there, great. you know, but it's just things to consider, put it into priority, you know, put it in, you know, prioritize it, put it, whatever your priority is. But again, I wouldn't kill it. If you want to pause it, that's fine. But, um, there's definitely a huge amount of potential there. And for us, it's a, it's a big one, especially being able to, to throw that product alongside or right below it and have it run with it. Um, and then people are naturally going to click on it and, you know, want to see more about it and then it'll lead them to your Amazon page if you want or your, or your own website, whatever.
1: So, okay. yeah. Well, it's interesting that you say that it's just, uh, I think in the past having run Facebook ads for the Amazon store kind of left me, uh, mm-hmm. yep. with a bad taste in my mouth, but really it comes down to testing and seeing what each platform is best for because, uh, like ad money is always best spent. I feel like on Amazon for their PPC. Oh, sure. So, Facebook, yeah, I I get it then. If it's getting, well, building your email list, that's a whole different action to take.
2: And providing valuable content.
1: Right. Yeah. yep.
0: And I mean, going back to not like, I'm not a fan of driving traffic to Amazon from a Facebook ad either. What I am a fan of though, is if I'm gonna run a a 30% off sale, right? Why not drive people to a landing page off of Facebook and then they have to enter their name and email address to get the discount right? Oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So now I'm building an email list of people that raise their hand that are going to buy my product. And if they don't, I got them on an email list or because they're on Facebook, I pixeled them on my landing page. So now I can create a, a custom audience inside of Facebook. Right? So I'm doing all these things with just, you know, leading with the offer, but I'm not driving them directly to my Amazon page.
2: And you're providing them a good offer. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Okay. And, I'm, and I'm giving them a good offer. And the, the, the question I always get to is like, well, Scott, what about, what about the, the group, you know, a code? What do you give them for a code? I got two options. All right. I can, number one, just reduce my price for that day while I'm running the ad and just get, let everyone have it. Right. Sure. Or secondly, I just, I can just create a group coupon code and then people are like, well, what if people share it? Well, then they share it. Then I'll just look at my numbers and I'll turn it off or I'll, you know what I mean? Like, you're not doing the old school way where you're giving away product for 90% off or 100% off. Like, we're not doing that, right? We're saying like 25% off, 30% off. It's a flash sale, whatever. Um, so, that's another way to use Facebook to drive people to your landing page, and capture the email in exchange for the discount. And that's another option for you guys. So, are we good? <laughs> I need a new notebook. Yeah. You need a new notebook. I mean, it's just, yeah, it just, again, I've done it so much that, you know, these are kind of like the things that I look at. And again, like you were, you guys were saying, sure. it's like, look at the low hanging fruit. What is the easiest thing for you guys to do right now? And then just go do that. And then just start working through the list, but understand that you're just scratching the surface right now. Like, you know, you're scratching the surface on your Amazon business. Cause this could fuel your Amazon business too. all of this, you know? And then you'll really have some inventory problems,
1: (laughs) right? (laughs)
0: which isn't a bad thing. But then if you have a digital product, guess what? That's going to pick up the slack.
1: Right, right. So you don't
0: have to worry about balancing all the, you know, or having all the plates in the air on the one. You can say, well, I've got some over here and that's going to be running. There's no inventory issues there unless the site goes down. Right. So you have that in the back pocket,
1: too
2: you know. Yeah, I guess we are kind of backwards that we ended up with um followers before we ended up with products. All that meant is that we were just putting out free content for a really long time yeah. before we figured out how to, you know, monetize it and uh sell Yeah. Their own business.
0: Yeah, and that that's okay, you know. I mean, I started the podcast before I ever made a dime from the podcast. It was like 50 or 55 episodes, you know. So I did a lot of recording before I ever made a dime from the podcast. Um so it's You know, if you, you guys have the right intentions, so you're going to do fine. You're not chasing the money. You're not necessarily, you guys genuinely enjoy doing it. So you know what I mean? Like you're doing it for the right reasons and you're adding value. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I know
1: exactly what you mean. And it's those, uh, first steps, whether I'm sure when you were first doing the podcast at the end of the day, it comes down to you going into a room and basically talking by yourself and recording it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Being like, Okay, I got a few lists. Same thing with YouTube, where like we were putting up videos originally and you know, we would be ecstatic when we got fifty views at the end of the week. And oh, yeah. you know, you when you have under hundred subscribers, you see each name come through in an email and you're like, Oh, Mike just subscribed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So Yeah, it's uh, cool. it's easier to add on now, but yeah, that startup stage is brutal. So it is.
0: It is. But you got through it, right? Yeah. You know, and this again is just to me, this is like teaching you for your next thing anyway. Right. It's just whether this is going to be the long, long term or if this is just, you know, the the three years of you building this thing so you can build your next thing. You know, it's I, I always say never say never because you never know. You know, and like right. I said, the podcast wasn't even a thought four years ago. You know? And now because I started the Amazon thing, which, you know, was actually started because I was selling on eBay a little bit. And before that was my digital products business and stuff that I was doing there in the photography space. And it just all led me and taught me. I mean, the stuff I did in my photography business taught me a lot of what I'm doing today. You know, it's just, these are, these are lessons. These are good lessons because these are marketing things that will adapt to any business really. Okay. So we just have different tools and resources available to us now that make it actually easier. So, so any last questions before we wrap up?
1: Um, I have some Amazon specific questions, but I could always ask you later. Uh, no, go ahead and fire away. Okay. Um, two things, and you might think these are really basic, but I cannot find the answer anywhere. Uh, I my supplier is great right now, but looking for new products, I I have the hardest time differentiating between people who are trading companies and say they're factories and finding actual factories. It's Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of a nightmare and it's like a low hanging fruit to go right to somebody who's manufacturing.
0: Yeah. Uh, well the first thing is obviously you ask, you know, and, and see if, if
1: they'll right, you know, if they'll
0: (laughs) tell you the truth. The other thing is, is whoever is your supplier, your agent right now, um, depending on the relationship we have with them, Um, you know, that would, that would be an angle I would start to look at too, is like, who can you find that represents your business and not just for that one company? Um, you know, we found a supplier that was having a, you know, a little bit of, uh, I guess a tough time with the manufacturer that they were dealing with. So when we kind of hired them separately outside of their normal job. So they kind of work for us privately. So now they'll tell us directly, no, they're a trading company. No, that's a manufacturer. That's a supply. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So I think it's finding someone there and that may be just doing some, um, some legwork um, or even finding someone on Upwork that, uh, that is uh, an agent that will connect you over there. Um, you need to find someone that doesn't have any ties to the factory right? or, or the company that they're representing. Um, so there's not really I I can't give you like a resource to say, go here and then it'll tell you. Um, it's really about n- getting someone on the ground there that works for you. Um, or that at least you trust and then they'll, they'll be able to tell you.
1: No, that's a great start though, as far as upwork and find a dedicated agent to pay to 100%. go out. Yeah, and you because and you, you know you'll see like it almost looks like uh, stock photos of factories and oh, stuff, yeah, yeah. Uh, company pages, and you're like, I I know you're just a small trading company, and that's why. Uh, as far as going back to inventory and everything, that's why their turnaround time so long because exactly. it's not the factory. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. So they're just buying, and it takes them longer to buy. Yep. Right. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Cool. And then second and last question: Do you have any tips for? Uh, you know, seller support is terrible and you usually get hooked up with somebody who loves to tell you no. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any uh, tips for how to get connected? Usually with somebody in the U.S. who can make things happen right away. Like the times I've talked to the catalog team in the U.S., they've rectified huge problems that, you know, had been going on for a month that everybody else said no to. Mm
0: hmm. Okay. So let me ask you this question. Are you calling or emailing?
1: I am doing both. I was calling forever, but it seemed like it's harder and harder to get through. And yeah. then emails, you always get a uh, marginal support back. Even if you ask for a call.
0: Yeah. The best, best advice is to call. Definitely ask for the catalog team, um, in the okay. U S so request to speak to someone on the catalog team. Um, and then the other thing is call between, um, I believe it's Eastern or Pacific it's either, or, but you know, you want to be between business hours because if not, you're going to be then transferred over to someone else that's not within the States. Okay. Um, And so you definitely want to do that. Um, and as far as, uh, getting, getting the right answer, sometimes it does, it is going to require you to call more than once um because again if you're calling and you're getting connected to someone that's not in the states even though you think it's someone in the states it might you know you might be getting the wrong answer um but i i've i heard from uh one of my one of my close friends that's also in amazon and he's been actually in um amazon for a very long time even before uh fba um and he said always it's um the catalog team, but then also I think it was, you know what? I might have to shoot you a message. I'll ask him. Okay. Um, I think he actually just went out of town, but he might be able to get back to me. If not, I'll, I'll get back with him. But anyway, um, I think it was someone within the States a certain center or a certain department. Um, so it's the catalog team, but it might be like in Nevada or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, so you almost sure. have to be that clear as to who you're connecting with. But again, with them g- growing as big as they are, that probably is um, starting to get harder to reach someone right. because the support isn't where it needs to be yet.
1: Yeah, it's um, definitely worth that extra effort, though, in my experience. Yeah. And
0: I, again, yeah. I, I agree with you. And I don't think I, I don't I don't have like a, a, a you know, hotline to give you, uh, but I would be. Definitely, I thought
1: you'd have a red phone in your yeah, office.
0: Right. Uh, oh, yeah, right. I wish I did like the bat phone. Uh, I would say um, just definitely make sure it's within hours, Um, you know, within like I would say probably Eastern time Um, and then um, just call. I wouldn't email. I mean, if you want to email just as a record, but you're always going to you're always going to do better with uh, with calling them for sure. Sure. OK, sure. So sorry, I couldn't give you a hotline on that one, but
1: (laughs) no worries. (laughs) All right. Cool. All right. So we good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for grabbing time this morning. Yeah, Yeah,
2: we can't thank you enough. Not only just for the phone call, but you and your podcast are the whole reason why we're hanging out here in an RV park in Santa Fe today. So that (laughs) is so
0: awesome. And I, I'm definitely going to be following your YouTube channel. Where, where can people follow along if they want to?
2: We are Tim and Finn on YouTube, or even just Googling Tim and Finn will lead you, lead you to something that we own. And, uh, yeah. Maybe coming to a city near you, heading up to Alaska this summer, 2018. And that begins our Pan-American three-year adventure where we're driving from the northern tip of Alaska to the southern tip of Argentina. Wow.
0: Wow. That's that's awesome. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'll link everything up in the show notes too. So awesome. if people want to go over and check you guys out, which I know they will, um, there'll be a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to, number one, follow your your travels, but also follow your journey in this business world. And, uh, yeah, if there's anything I can do along the way, if you got any questions, let me know. And, uh, we'll make sure that we, uh, that we get them addressed. Cool. Thanks.
2: thanks, Yeah. We should point people over to our Facebook page for our new digital (laughs) (laughs) products.
0: Maybe we'll have you back on and we'll do an update. We'll see what you guys have done since our call. How's that? Put a little pressure on you guys.
2: It right. was a little while. Yeah, we've added my mother, too, to our email list. Wonderful. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Have an awesome day. I appreciate it. And uh, keep going. You guys are doing awesome. And uh, just keep us posted. Thank
1: all right, you. yeah. We'll talk.
0: All right, guys. Bye. <laughs>
1: <Bye-bye>.
0: <laughs> all right. So there you go. Hopefully, you enjoyed that. Hopefully, your head is full of these different ideas that you can do. Now, what I do want to say, though, is you do not have to do them all. You do have to start somewhere. You can't sit here and say, oh my gosh, there's all this stuff I can do. Cool, I'm going to do it all. No, we don't want to do that. And you can hear uh, in this, in this uh, coaching call that I did with Allison and Tim that I, I didn't advise them to do that either. I picked out a few and I said, let's focus on those right now. That is going to best serve your business right now. If you are in the very beginning stages, then you need to start at the beginning and you need to find the market or the sub market in the big market. And I talk a lot about finding your sub market because a lot of people try to go after the big, big market and they find out that there's so much competition they can't compete. Well, you need to start then by drilling deeper into that market. And then from there, you can gradually start going into the more broad market that might be Uh, The one that you really want to go after. But again, you have to find that market because once you start building a brand in a market, it will become so much easier to find products to serve to that market as Allison and Tim are finding out. And the one big nugget that I want you guys to definitely take away is that they were saying as they were building their channel on YouTube, which was a slow process, they were also learning what the market was buying by using their affiliate link on Amazon or from Amazon. And all that is guys is really finding products that you think your, your, uh, your customers would want. And then you have an affiliate link that is on Amazon and then you can see what products they have bought. Now, the cool thing is, is you don't, Just see those products that people buy because you're tracked for 24 hours on anything that they had in their shopping cart. So your customer, if they had a whole bunch of other things in their cart, you'll still get commission on those, but you'll also discover some products that they're buying that you might not have been aware of. So it's another great way to start by having a focus on the market and the brand. And then from there, starting to see through affiliate sales, what they're buying and what Tim and Allison have done really, really well. And I hope that you picked up on that is they listened to their market and then they created better products and also at a more affordable price. So that's another side of it that you can also do so. Definitely, definitely got to get started, but you have to have that focus on the market that you're going after and start to serve that market. Now, if you are at the point where you're just not sure how to even get started doing that, then I would definitely recommend you check out Product Discovery Bootcamp because that's exactly what we do there. And you actually look over my shoulder and Chris Schaefer's shoulder as we go through this from scratch and you see us go from nothing to a market, to a sub-market, and then from there, three to five products that we would sell that market if we were going to be building a brand. And you're gonna see exactly how we did it, even all the way to the point where we have our first sample in hand. All right, so definitely check that out, TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash bootcamp. Get all the details there and you can see if it's the right fit for you. All right, so this episode is 513. The show notes can be found at TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash 513. If you did not listen to 512, definitely do that. You're going to get a ton of value from listening to both of these. All right. And that's it. That is going to wrap it up. All right. So guys, as always, remember I'm here for you and I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day guys. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.